DDCO at the plate, he's over for 2 today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. DDCO lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the show where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. I'm Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. This is episode number 140 of the podcast. Uh, We're going to be talking about players who change their names, and is it a good idea or was it a bad idea? Uh, But before we get to that, um, Jack, who is your number 140 guy? Okay, so I was kind of bored by the 140 home run and uh wins guys so i chose a stolen base guy and uh with 140 stolen bases was none other than paul goldschmidt for 140 what was it stolen bases stolen bases would you believe that paul goldschmidt has 140 stolen bases in his career not at all no way that's freaking crazy for a first baseman um in this decade in this era and especially for a guy who hits home runs like a, a 30 home run 100 RBI guy. Yeah. He, he has, he has, uh, he had a season in 2016 of 32 steals. That just, uh, 110 walks that year hit 297. I mean, that's a great season. Um, but yeah, I, I never wow. knew he was a stolen base guy, but I guess they've just been piling up over the years. That's so bizarre. Um, I have to, not, not to throw any shade your way, Jack, but I had to check it out for myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's crazy. I mean, like, I don't, uh, I don't get it. I don't. No, and yeah. he's he's six, he's six three, two twenty. Yeah. He's not, he's not like a small, uh, slender guy who you would you would expect to be a good base stealer. It might be one of those things like Joe Morgan. I mean, Joe Morgan was really fast, but they also said Joe Morgan like would study pitchers, and you know he he'd know he'd know when they were gonna make a move to first, and he'd know when he'd be able to run. And so maybe Paul Goldschmidt is one of those base stealers who looks at it as an art and like just picks really picks his moments to steal yeah. um he, yeah i mean he's got a pretty good percentage too he's in 173 attempts he's he's got 140 steals so he's only been caught 33 times in his career never been caught more than more than seven times um so his his percentages are always pretty good uh, and he was 12 for 12 this year at age yeah. 33 which is which is insane, man. Talk about talk about something that was both learned and confirmed uh, <laughs> in terms of the Cardinals. Speaking of learned and confirmed, uh, term <laughs> terminated. Uh, uh, yeah, Schilt. Ter- termed and confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, what a toad. But uh, <laughs> that's but, yeah. I guess that's one piece of news that we <laughs> kind of talk about. I know we're in we're in one forty mode here, but. Um, but yeah, I almost feel bad for for Mike Schilt at this point. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We can we can uh, save that for later. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that's crazy, Jack. One for it. I I can't believe it. But um, yeah, yeah. So there you go. I, I feel like I feel like I, my last stolen base guy was maybe Meglio Ordonez or something. So or, no, it was Carlos Lee. And then we debated the merits of Carlos Lee and Meglio Ordonez, which oh, is nice. still a debate which has still not been been resolved. And no. I, I don't think we should go down that rabbit hole in this episode. <laughs> no, it's it's a debate uh, not. Uh, required to be resolved either <laughs> um but uh all right very nice um well jack for my 140 guy i have um i went with homers and i went with logan morrison sure yeah lomo yeah um i feel like we've talked about logan morrison um on this pod uh before i he's an interesting guy like um i, I don't even have his numbers pulled up because I, I wasn't even gonna really talk about his numbers but he hit uh 
38 homers in 2017. Um, I was... Um, I went to my one and only uh, Tampa Bay Rays game in 2017, and I saw him hit a homer. I was a it was a towering shot, um, mm-hmm. so that was cool. But um, yeah, and then like he couldn't get a job afterwards. He 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 like was with the Twins. Um, I think he signed late. I remember if that year or either that or they cut him early. I can't remember. Well, it, it was like the Twins grudgingly signed him mm-hmm. um, that season. That was 2018. So 2017 was the year he had 38 home runs and. Yeah, he just completely uh, dropped off the map after that. He played in AAA this year. He didn't. He didn't see the oh, major wow. leagues at all. Um, but yeah, I'm seeing he was in Cincinnati's uh, AAA. He was on their AAA team. Played 16 games for them. Wow. Um, I don't know. Interesting where he would have fit in. I guess I think did Joey Votto go on the DL at some point this year? I'm not sure. Yeah, but. yeah he was. I, I think he was like you know he had some. Uh, he small injuries. I mean, he missed that. He missed that game in May that we went to. That's right. um, he might have been a little dinged up, but uh, yeah, he played. Lomo played nine games with the Brewers in 2020. He was one of a just myriad um, first baseman that they've that they've tried out since Prince Fielder left. So you know, like like most first basemen who are journeymen, he he did a, a stretch with the Brewers. <laughs> I I'm actually more astounded by the fact that he was on the Brewers in 2020 than he was in the Reds system in 2021. <laughs> Um, you don't remember that, Jeremy? I, I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh-huh. I, it, was, it was a flash in the pan. Yeah, for sure. Well, the thing that I want to talk about Lomo uh, real quick is he was kind of like one of the early um, like personalities on Twitter, like like baseball players on Twitter. Um, and I remember like I was kind of – I kind of got on Twitter pretty early when it started. And I remember following him, and I – I don't think he followed me back. Um, I, I feel like I had like one of my first Twitter interactions with with Logan Morrison. I think maybe he like liked a tweet of mine or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he quite followed me, but th- I feel like there was there was some sort of connection there. And I was like, oh, oh, Twitter's uh, you know it's a cool thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was just pulling up. I thought that there was something. I, I there's something in my in my head that he got in trouble somehow, like from something he did on social media, and he got like you know, find or something by the, by the team. I couldn't find it. I didn't have a chance to do like any deep research, but I did find an article, um, from 2019 on, uh, it's on like NBC sports, but it's also on Yahoo sports. Uh, Logan Morrison is no longer a Twitter Titan, but he's still a fan, but he's still fan friendly. And it talks about, it's a story. Like it talks about like, for some reason when he was with the, with the Marlins, he was embraced by the Phillies fans and he credited it to him, like interacting with them on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, and like he said that when he was with the Marlins, um, they didn't, he's like, I didn't even do appearances in Miami, but I did an appearance here in Philly at a collectible shop in Delaware County. It's crazy. So (laughs) that's kind of fucked up. Is that as a, like, you know, first, second year player with the Marlins, he did no appearances, but, Somehow he did want an autograph signing in, in Philadelphia. Um, it says here, despite his interaction with Philadelphia fans, Morrison still heard it from them when he took the field. He loves how Philadelphia fans get on opposing players. Quote, I still got heckled, he said. I'll never forget this until the day I die. I heard the best one from a fan in left field. It was here in Philly. He was like, Morrison, you went to junior college, so you're dumb and you suck? That was pretty good. <laughs> they can bring it. <laughs> Which is like, is that that's good? That's, that's like a good heckle to say you're dumb and you suck. Like, I don't. That's like also, a, that's kind of a personal attack too. It, it sure certainly is. Like I I don't know like what, um, not to mention just a, a sh- throwing shade across the whole like junior college 
you know, educated, um, you know, body out there. But like also, you know, I, I don't know, like our second, our like second billing on this podcast should be like comedy school, Jack. Cause mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like we, we, we also read out the rules of comedy, but like mm-hmm. the joke structure, the proper joke structure should be Morrison. You went to junior college. So you're suck. So you suck and you're dumb. That's, I think that's like <laughs> the way the joke should have been said. But anyway, Logan Morrison's an easy, uh, audience, I guess. So anyway, um, yeah. I thought that was kind of funny that, that he like, not only did he like think that was funny, but he, he brought it up, uh, like, uh, like on his own volition and he was giving that person kudos in, in an article. So I don't know. I'm not um, sure yeah. I mean, Jeremy, that. as a joke teller too, like you got to realize like maybe there's, there's like hundreds of, if not like, you know, thousands of people in those bleachers, like many people who are around you probably also went to junior college and may not appreciate that joke. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's probably some guy. Yeah. Who got like some sort of his like, um, certification and he's like, you just offended that guy. Now he's going to smash a beer over your head or something. What year was this article from? I, I think it's, did I say 2019? Um, oh, it's from 20. Oh, it's from 2019. Okay. So he, um, so this was when he signed with, after he signed with the Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I guess there, yeah, just um, he's talking about his fond memories of being told he was stupid, <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia, um, and also like yeah, I don't know. So there you go. Well, that's a good one, Jeremy. Um, and you know, I'm glad you were able to uh, pick an ex-brewer there, uh, if yeah. only for about a week and a half. Um, yeah. yeah, so that's a good one. Um, yeah, I guess we could, since we already kind of mentioned it, we could talk about Mike Schilt a little bit. Um, yeah. cause that, I think that happened since the last time we recorded. Yeah. Uh, he, he was kind of, he was, might've been, might've happened the day after actually, I mean, I but it, yeah. he was totally blindsided. I think a lot of people were cards fans had been from what I'd read. They'd, some of them had been, had been pining for it. Um, uh, but He's no, he's no more as their manager. Have they uh, interviewed any candidates yet? No, uh, I don't think so. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they don't have far to go because they have such great internal candidates, apparently, um, <laughs> which is what the which Mosaic Mosaic said um, when they fired him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think like people were originally saying Stubby Clap, um, although we threw out Jack and I threw out there like you know, as as did like like thousands of Cardinals fans on Twitter, like cl- clamoring for uh, Yadi Molina to just become player manager. Be- yeah. Because it's totally, um, it would totally be sustainable for him to uh, manage being a catcher and like studying all of the film that he probably has to study. Um, while also making out a, a lineup and, and dealing with the personalities in the clubhouse and having meetings with his coaches. Like that's, that's definitely something that would be realistic. I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't, he wouldn't take a step back from his catching duties. So I don't think, yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, I don't think he'd make, he he would, he would allow it to work, but, um, but yeah, so yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, I I can't wait, you know, it's going to be such a tough decision for them to pick through all the great internal candidates. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, Jeremy, I was, uh, so friend of the podcast or friend of us, I don't know if he listens to the podcast, uh, Paul Turner, um, big Cardinals fan. He, so I was recently, you know, a year after, year and a half after it came out, I finally watched the, uh, ESPN 30 for 30 long gone summer, uh, about the 1998 home run chase between, uh, McGuire and Sosa. 
Um, did Paul Turner know Walt Jockety? Do you remember him saying that? Former Cardinals GM Walt Jockety? Yeah, he did. I, I okay. Um, yeah, that was um, he got the hookup on some tickets. Um, and uh, I know he he like met him. He was like uh, at a restaurant. Paul was a <clears throat> a server, and I think he he like he served uh, Walt Jockety and somehow <laughs> struck up a friendship with him. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Walt Jockety is interviewed. Um, briefly in Long Gone Summer. So Jeremy Jeremy mentioned this uh, last year when the, the documentary first came out. So I, I do want to talk a little bit about it now. I just had a few things to say about it. This is kind of like that uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan joke where Jim Gaffigan's like, um, he's like, yeah, like it's kind of like when you watch an old movie and you can't really talk about it. Like, I just saw Heat. And like, Heat? I saw that 15 years ago. But like... <laughs> Um, but it, but uh, anyway, a few a few things about it, Jeremy. First of all, I, I feel like in that 1998 season, sure, McGuire hit 70, and Sosa ended up with 66. But <clears throat> it's ve- it's only very briefly mentioned in in the documentary that Ken Griffey Jr. was also in that home run race. Yeah, he was not really, I guess, a serious. I don't remember when he hit like his final home runs, but uh, you know, I think he fell out of the race of being a serious candidate to hit 60, 62. But um, the guy had 56 home runs that year. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty fucking good. And he wasn't taking steroids. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you're only going to mention that for like 30 seconds? I mean, I know that's not really what the documentary is about, but hey, I would be also interested in hearing, perhaps he declined to be interviewed for it, but I would be interested in hearing somebody's thoughts about the fact that, <laughs> hey, you know, these two steroid users like smashed the record and it was a disgrace, but they also had this one guy who who almost he came within five six home runs from uh, tying and then breaking the record legitimately. That's that's something. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a great point. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't fit the narrative. Um, and uh, I mean, you know, I think I've I think I've said myself that I'm not entirely sure if Dead Griffey was 100 percent clean, but we know for sure that Sosa and McGuire weren't. So um, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe if was um griffey was griffey on the mariners at that yes yeah i wonder it would have been interesting if he was on the on the reds at that point but i guess i guess part of it too is the fact that griffey or that um um, mcguire and sosa were kind of going head to head in a lot of those games Mm -hmm. towards the end of the race but um yeah and also i just i I just people I nobody cares about Seattle Mariners baseball either even not not even the the general manager you know he he just trades away the team's closer when they're like you know eight games over 500 yeah and then they miss the playoffs by like a game and a half or something (laughs) maybe they shouldn't have done that but um yeah so I don't know I think yeah it's that's a tough that's a tough uh pull um to get him in like the the national spotlight I mean even though he was like pretty heralded by that point but um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so so that was that was something that struck me as as weird. Um, and uh, that that is a hot take, Jeremy. But you may be right that that Ken Griffey Jr. You know, maybe he maybe he wasn't clean. Who knows? Um, <sighs> I feel like it was just like just people saw his build and his body type and like his swing and just always kind of figured that he was. But maybe he wasn't. You know, it's probably probably not fair to say that like him and Frank Thomas were you know clean. Um, you know, because we don't know. You I, you never. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's hard to rule anyone out from that era that played to, to say that they weren't, except for like maybe like Mark Grace or something, <laughs> um, John Olerud. But like, um, I mean, I don't know. It's like Griffey had so many injury uh, troubles at the end of his career. Like he, I remember like he dove 
for a ball and then was just out the rest of the year. It's like, I don't know. I, you know, obviously the body breaks down and, and, you know, people, people's bodies break down different times. So, but it was, um, I don't know. There's still beyond a shadow of a doubt. Can't really Um, prove it, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Mike Trout, Mike Trout's career is kind of following the same trajectory as, as Griffey's was, um, or did Uh, Griffey had about 10 good years and then 10, uh, you know, 10, you know, less than stellar ones. Um, but uh, so there, there was that. Uh, also, towards the end of the documentary, when they start to wrap everything up, um, you know, and really get to the, you know, the learning points of this this documentary, they're like, yeah, you know, I feel like uh, everybody was doing steroids, everybody was, and you know, these two guys uh, just got thrown under the bus for it. It's like, fuck these guys, man. I don't give a, I don't, I'm not gonna feel sorry for these guys. Right. They like, they broke the most heralded record in in sports. Yeah, the I'm, most heralded single season record, and then you know, and then it <laughs> fell three years later to a different guy who cheated, who who broke, you know, the most hallowed record, which is all time career home runs. But like, fuck these guys, man! That was like the sixty one home runs was the best record in sports, and yes. they broke it because they were cheating. I'm not gonna feel sorry for them. No, um, <clears throat> if and if you wanted my f- thoughts about it, go back to that episode where I lit where I tore Barry Bonds a new one. Um, oh, that was that was good, Jeremy. Yeah. I think that might have been a different episode, but you still tore him a new one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm, I, that kind of came up randomly at the at the end of an episode. I feel, um, but um, hashtag Jeremy's late episode rants. But um, <laughs> yeah, I I mean no, and especially like for a, a Roger Maris, like who like in the grand scheme of things, like didn't like have like the same kind of legacy as like. Um, a Hank Aaron or a Babe Ruth or a Mickey Mantle, like that was his solely his claim to fame was 61. And like, and then having to watch like the family be there and stuff um, to like congratulate uh, McGuire. I think they maybe talk about that in the, in the doc, like how it was uneasy to mm-hmm. watch or something, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I don't know. It's uh yeah. Do you remember who said that, that they got, they were the two that kind of got singled out for this. I mean, series. it might have been Paul Paul Sullivan um, from the from oh. Chicago, the Chicago sports writer. I, I mean, I think he was maybe one of one of many talking heads who implied something similar. Um, okay. Bob Costas had a good thing where he said, uh, you know, it, taking steroids doesn't make them bad people, but what they did was inauthentic. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, hey, I I uh, I agree with that one. Uh, as well. That's um, about as diplomatically as you could put it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, I remember you did bring this up, Jeremy, but I, I feel like it, it bears mentioning again um, that, like, after McGuire hit his 62nd home run, it was a game against the Cubs, mm-hmm. but he rounded the bases and every single player on the Cubs was, like, you know, you know, slapping him on the butt or, like, giving him a high five, whatever, like yeah. all the guys in the infield. And then after he crossed home plate, Sosa ran in from the outfield and, and hugged him. And Steve Traxel, who gave up the home run, was like, he was like, he was like, yeah, I was kind of mad about it because like we're trying to beat their asses, and like, um, you know, here he is, like, congratulating him. Um, and yeah, I would be, I would be pissed off too. Like, could you imagine, you know, the guys on like the 1975 Big Red Machine, like, congratulating an opponent who hit a big home run? Like, was, no, this. Yeah, no, I was gonna say like, what if Chris Bryant smacked Rajai Davis on the ass when he rounded the bases after that <laughs> that homer? Like, fuck, I would fucking shoot my TV. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, not cool. Um, yeah, so it was just like, what, what a farce. Um, 
and like you know sammy sosa was all about sammy like uh you know he was all he was always all about sammy i do like at the end of the documentary uh they tried they try to nail him for steroids they try to get him to say he took steroids and he won't he won't do it um he's like no he's like no man i I got my granddaughter uh you know i'm happy i'm good fuck you You, no wonder the cubs have never asked you back man you're not sorry about anything you've done no um yeah um yeah that's funny um yeah i don't know um it it, yeah i think i it's i'm a little at a loss for like remembering specific things about it but um but yeah i mean it's just it's 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 just funny to kind of think about it all like in, in retrospect um like you know you talk about like forgiving like i or maybe i'm the only one who really talks about it forgiving like old cubs players um after the world series and in like i guess i kind of like i can kind of like appreciate sammy for the caricature he is at this point but like i mean yeah like you know i mean you know the whole story with Kerry wood smashing his boom box after he left early uh, and that was the end of his like, <laughs> career it's like yeah that's how much these guys hated him um yeah and, like, you know that like you know that when you're it's one of those things where you're smashing the the the, the boom box but like you're visualizing sammy sosa's face when you're doing it so <laughs> Yeah, you, you know what I never really thought of until I, I watched this uh, documentary though was that Roger Maris's that record only stood for thirty seven years. Um, I remember when I was a kid, that record just seemed ancient. Um, yeah. I was like, man, that was so long ago. Um, probably just because like all the clips you see of Roger Maris are in black and white from when he was a player. But really, thirty seven years for a record to stand—that's a long time, but it's not that long. Um, so I, it just it was a huge deal, but like it was breaking a record that wasn't even really that old. Yeah, I'm trying to think like so that would be like a record that was set in 1994. Now, something like that. 37. That'd be 84, I think. Or, right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. 84. 84. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean. Yeah. That's um. When you you know with all these things like that happened like before we were born, and then like thinking about what the equivalent of that is now it's 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 mind-blowing so yeah i mean yeah something from 84 would i mean that was like jim deshay's like strikeout record i think he did that in 86 um and it just got broken this year i think so um yeah yeah that's it doesn't have the same panache (laughs) (laughs) jim deshay's most strikeouts to start out to, to start a game and i think it was broken by pablo lopez of the marlins yeah, uh, yeah. The the player who had the record or the player who broke the record, like you said. Yeah, not, not as much. Uh, you know, not as much to see there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that was the thing I watched, Jeremy, and, and you're right in the middle of the uh, Mets documentary, so we'll be able to talk about that soon. Yeah, I'm a little. I was a little late to watch that that bad boy, but uh, I'm one. I'm I'm a quarter of the way in, and uh, I'm uh, I'm digging it so far. So yeah, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Nice, nice. Um, Shall we get into our name changes? Let's do it, yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Um, so the first one I have... Well, uh, uh, real, real quick, yeah. I figure, I forgot why we brought this up. Was there like something that happened last week or two or something that, that got us talking about this? Oh, man. Um, there, was some, that's a, there had to be something uh, <laughs> that sparked our... You know, I think it was uh, Yolmer Sanchez somehow. Okay. Um, because uh, I think it was maybe after the Leori Garcia home run or something, and then maybe we were texting about yeah. Yolmer Sanchez too or something. I think. Do you so. remember? Yeah, I, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, it seems unfair, you know, like universally that like Yolmer Sanchez or uh, 
Larry Garcia could have that big moment for the White Sox, and somewhere Yomer Sanchez is is sitting on a couch somewhere saying like, "What the hell? Like we're the same? <laughs> I feel like we're the same guy." <laughs> um, yeah, someone let's let's get we'll get Yomer tattoos. Um, you know, because because we, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I mean, we don't exactly view our bodies like cool, like as as being cool T-shirts, but um, <laughs> you know, I think maybe a Yomer tattoo would be cool. Um, okay, so yeah, I think that's that's how it came to uh, to fruition. But um, uh, so my my first guy that came to mind for me was was B.J. Upton, yep. who la- who later became known as Melvin Upton. Um, yeah. So, you know, BJ, from what I understand, uh, stood for Bossman Jr., yep. I think, um, because he was just such a, you know, I, I think it, I, without reading the Wikipedia, I feel like I've read articles on this before just because he was such a boss, like when he was younger, it, like he was a bossy kid. It was um, his dad, I believe, from what, I, if I remember correctly, like his dad's nickname was Bossman. Okay. Um, and so he was, when he was born, like they called him Bossman Jr. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, Which is... He, yeah. Oh well. Go ahead, and I have no. I no, I was gonna say yeah, because he's the he must be he's older than Justin, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. the older brother. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, so knowing that origin of that name, uh, I mean, you gotta stick with that. Like that's great. That's an awesome story. I think. Yes. Um. I I agree. Um. And it's an awesome nickname too. It's it's terrific. Jeremy, this is one of the only ones where I feel like the change of the name was motivated by the fact that he sucked. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he, he was doing, he started, his career just went into a complete tailspin. Um, uh, and like, sure enough, like the next year he changed his name to Melvin Upton. Um, so it says he changed it in 2015. Yes. Um, um, so it was after his season with Atlanta where he hit 208 with 12 home runs and 519 official at-bats. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like the motive, you know, everyone with different reasons for um, for 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 saying that, like, or for for doing these like name changes or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, so like, yeah, he had two really bad years in 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 Atlanta. Um, I remember when Atlanta got um Justin and BJ. Um, uh huh. And uh, yeah, I think it just it. You know, uh, it's like it sounded cool on paper. I remember like when they got them, there was like a graphic like on Facebook or something. Someone posted like a, a meme or something that said like it showed like the diamond. It showed like, you know, how like the, the depth chart of the team, like where it shows the the diamond and it lists the name of the player, like in mm-hmm. the position that they play. And it said like upped in here, upped in here and like left and center field, like mm-hmm. like the uh, DMX song, like up in here, up in here. <laughs> oh, God. Like, up in here, up in here. Um, <laughs> I think it said like, you're going to make me lose my mind, up in here, up in here. Um, and sure. uh, it's like, cool, people are excited. Like we have the, the Upton brothers. And then like mm-hmm. BJ goes <laughs> and hits a 184 and follows that with a 208. And then it's like, yeah, we don't, uh, we don't think that's as cool anymore. Like we'd rather just have one Upton. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeremy, I wonder, has there ever been an instance where two brothers were on the same team and they were both good at the same time? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah. Oh, man. We, yeah, it's an episode about brothers on the same team. Well, here we're, we're talking about it right now. So, yeah, Jason and Jeremy Giambi, I can remember. You had the LaRoche brothers, Adam, and uh, uh, there, there was an Andy LaRoche, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, you had those two guys, but Andy sucked and Jeremy Giambi wasn't good. Um, you had the fucking uh, the catcher and the shortstop this year for the Cubs. What what were their names? Oh God, the Romines, yeah. The Romines. So the Romine brothers were on a team together, and they both sucked. There's never been an instance where two brothers were on a team and they were both, like, complete stud all-stars. Not in <laughs> baseball. It's happened in, you know, basketball and uh, college basketball like with the Lopez twins. Um, and the, um, the Morris, Marcus and Markeith Morris, uh, on the, what they play for the Jayhawks? I don't know. Um, Kansas. Uh, but yeah, it's never, can you think of any instance where it's ever happened in baseball? No, I'm, I'm like, did, uh, did Brian and, and Marcus Giles play together in San, San Diego? I think maybe, and they might've been. I think they, they, they did. Cause I remember Brian Giles was on the pirates for a while, but he eventually went to San Diego. And I think Marcus was also on that team. Yeah. They might've been good at the same time, but I also feel like Brian was a little washed up at that point. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not sure. Um, let's see. If they were on the if, 05, I, I'm pulling up uh, the Padres right here. Um, yeah. But, no, I don't think Marcus Giles was on the team at that point. Um, Interesting. Brian Brian Giles had some really good numbers, by the way. Yeah. In some I know, years. Right? The dude always the dude drew a ton of fucking walks. He was really good. Yeah. Um, Marcus Giles – I'm not even sure if Marcus Giles was actually on the Padres. He might, Was he on the the – Oh, he was on for one year, so 07. Um, but uh, he was not good that year, so I'm not even going to bother looking up the rest of it. So, um, no, no. And certainly uh, there was also Ozzy and Jose Canseco, too, which I think they were – were they twins? <laughs> um, but oh, twins. man, Ozzy Canseco. Wow, okay. Yeah, not good. Um, they, they, sure, they sure looked the same. Um, yes. Man, what a total bum he was, though. They are identical twins, yeah. Okay, yeah. He never uh he never went deep. Uh, you know, career two hundred hitter in, in sixty five official at bats. Wow. Okay. It's, it's kind of interesting if you want to go back to steroids really quick. I, I'm sure someone's made this joke before, but I guess Ozzy Canseco is what Jose would have been if he didn't do steroids. <laughs> but. Um ouch. Yeah. There there we go. Um so I, Isaac Canseco. Didn't I didn't think we were going to get there from, you know, <laughs> BJ BJ Upton. But nice. uh nice. Good discussion. Who's who's the guy on your list, Jeremy? <clears throat> um Jack, well, we can kind of knock off some of these obvious ones, I guess, maybe. Um I mean, uh let's go with this one's kind of obvious, but I'm uh, whatever. I'm going second level here, but uh Albert Bell. I got on my list, who started off as Joey Bell. Joey Bell, right. Yeah, um, yeah that's an interesting one, Jeremy. I knew about that, but I, I, I had forgotten about it. Um, <clears throat> we've talked about Albert Bell a little bit on this podcast. Um, uh, yeah, jo- Joey or Mr. Freeze, uh, it says, are his nicknames. Um, <laughs> do you know when he changed his name? I I feel like like his first year or something like so i remember um i'm trying to find it now because i think that there was like um let's see i can recall like an old like his rookie card um like i want to say his like score rookie card um and it said joey bell on it um yeah 1989 score traded uh indians uh rookie joey bell um on 1990 it also says joey bell um and then i i, I would be willing to bet by 1991, um, he was he was Albert Bell. Um, so definitely, this I would say the name Albert 
fits his persona better than Joey. Yeah. Um, Because you think of the name Joey, that's like a kid's name, like a happy name. That's like a baby kangaroo or something. Uh Um, Not (laughs) like, not some guy who, this is a story I read about Albert Bell when he was walking into you know, in, in, into the dugout from batting practice. And some, some kid asked him like, Hey, like, uh, you know, Mr. Bell, can you, can you give me an autograph? And Albert Bell just looked at him and said, you didn't say please. And he just like walked into the dugout. Like a guy named Joey doesn't do that. Like you're just purposely being an asshole. You could have ignored the kid. Um, we said Albert Bell used to just slurp coffee constantly and like, uh, you know, was a nightmare to reporters. So I would yeah. say the name fits his persona better. I actually think didn't he harass a female reporter? I think. Um, oh, did he? I believe so. I, was he uh-huh. the one who like did like when they like they let a female reporter into the clubhouse? He like he did the interview naked or something. Uh, <laughs> I think there's something to that story. But yeah, no, Albert Bell was a maniac. Um, he fucking like almost killed Fernando Vina. Um, yep. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, for sure. I think. They even, I think, was it on maybe uh, PTI? They used to call him like Albert. Don't call me Joey Bell. Um, oh, nice. So I think he, I think he didn't like to be called Joey Bell. Um, and uh, I don't know how it ended up on his baseball, his early baseball cards. But no, he's definitely he, that would that one definitely was a better uh, move to uh, to change the name. Sure. Um, was he a steroid guy? Probably. Oh, God, um, were, were his were his numbers insane? Like regardless, yeah. Like his numbers were really good. That that uh, second year with the White Sox that he had, he played in a hun- all 163 games, 49 homers, 152 RBIs, and a 3.28 average. That's that's crazy. Um, Albert Bell is Jeremy the only player to ever have 50 home runs and 50 doubles in a season. Um, mm-hmm. in 1995, nobody else has ever done that before, and that was that was a, that season was partly shortened by the uh, end of the strike as well. Um, mm-hmm. So he only played 143 games that year, and he still had 50. He still had 50 and 50. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was crazy um, and chased and chased kids down in his car on Halloween. Right, that's right. That was the story I was trying to. I'm like, we talked about a Joy Bell story or an Albert Bell story on this podcast. That was it. Yeah, um, yeah, very <clears throat> nice. Uh, also, four seasons of uh, over 1,000 OPS, which is uh, yeah, yeah. He awesome. was he was insane. If he would have been a nicer guy and maybe not a steroid guy and played for a little longer, um, you know, who knows? Maybe he would have been a Hall of Famer, but yeah, uh, no not with uh, not with the way he he behaved in the media. No. Um, okay, uh, yeah, I got a, I got another one here, um, Jeremy. Uh, so this is an obvious one too, sure. but uh, Fausto Carmona to yeah. Roberto Hernandez. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Fausto Camarona was Fausto Camarona for probably five or six years on the Indians. Um, and I remember him being having a pretty good couple of seasons as Fausto Carmona. Yeah. And all of a sudden, um, he came back uh, as Roberto. Well, I mean, he was suspended for a while, but, you know, when he came back, he was Roberto Hernandez. Uh, sort of like you know, Edmund Dantes became the Count of Monte Cristo. It was like it's like who is this new this new person with the name of a pitcher who was very famous already? Um, I was like, is Roberto Hernandez the old White Sox guy back? Yeah. Um, it was very puzzling. 
So Fausto Carmona had to change his name because they found out that he'd gotten his visa under Fausto Carmona, but that wasn't actually his name. It was Roberto Hernandez. He was three years uh, older than he claimed to be as well, um, and I think he was suspended for uh, parts of uh, uh, large parts of one season because he because of identity fraud. It was a very strange, uh, very strange tale. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I, 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 that was one of the earlier. Uh, cases of that that I remember where a player like this like ha- yeah had like stolen identity or like lied on their papers um, and uh, yeah it was it was it was weird to see at the time but yeah I remember it's 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 actually funny I don't know if I don't know if he's come up on the podcast um, yeah before, I actually don't know if he has but I remember looking at his numbers at some point and like they they're way not as good as I thought they were um, <laughs> I think I think he lived off of like in 2007 he went 19 and 8 with a 306 ERA and 32 starts um and I think he kind of lived off of that reputation the rest of his goddamn career because the rest of his numbers are not good. No. Um yeah, I mean I remember him and CC Sabathia were in that same rotation for a while. Um but uh I'm going to his his numbers right yeah. now here. 20, 2010, um, he made the All Star team, uh, and he finished with a third three seventy seven ERA, but he was thirteen and fourteen. Um, yeah, four complete starts, four complete games. So like, okay, so twenty ten and twenty uh, two thousand seven and twenty ten were like good years, but he pitched eleven years in the majors, and uh, um, just was not good. Yeah, this guy's like uh, he's like he was like a one hit wonder, Jeremy. That two yeah. that two thousand seven season for him, he was nineteen and eight with a three oh six ERA. Yeah, he he lived off that one. Yeah, um, yeah we should do a one hit wonders episode. Uh, the like the wonders from that thing you do, yeah, but the um, yeah, the own eaters. That's the wonders. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's sort of like uh, you know David Bodie, except for a whole season. Um, and uh, and not just one game where he hit a he hit a walk off home run, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Roberto Hernandez, interesting one, and also interesting that would be like um, that would be like if uh, you know some guy had to change his name and then you found out his real name was Randy Johnson. Like, <laughs> all right, why don't you just go by the name you you had before anyway? We know that's a fake name, but it's still better than what you had. So I'm gonna say yeah, we got to give our opinion. So uh, you know the first couple here. Um, uh, I would say Albert Bell, that was a good name change. BJ Upton, good name change. Fausto Carmona, bad name change. Uh, yeah, I agree. When, and maybe it's like not his, um, maybe it's, uh, well, you know, Hey Jack, I don't know. Let's, let's look at like, we don't have to look this deep into it, but is first as Fausto Carmona, technically the name change because he was always Roberto Hernandez. We just didn't know it, you know? <laughs> This is whoa, man! It's like things. Time is folding in on itself, man. Um, but like, <laughs> uh, I I almost want to say that Fausto, Fausto Carmona was the name change. But this, I'll say this: this is true. I'll say this: I like Fausto Car- Carmona better. Um, so I'll, I'll yeah. So whatever, however that one is ruled, um, it's as it's as murky as his uh, his documents. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, it's but, like yeah, it's like a sn- snake eating its tail here. But yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, okay. I think we're in agreement on that one. Very good, Jeremy. For, for sure. And by the way, I don't know if I vocalized it enough, but I, I'm uh, I was against the BJ Upton name change, so we're 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 a split decision on that one. Okay. I okay. Like BJ better, but you like you like BJ better. Oh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. I, did I? Yeah, did I say BJ Upton? Um, 
whether you, or not I agreed with that. Did I say it was good? It was, you said it was a good name change. Okay, I, yes, that was a, a brain fart on my part. I thought BJ was better. I thought he changed it to Melvin because he sucked as BJ, and then he was never good as Melvin anyway. So he <laughs> right. should have he, he should have just stayed BJ. Yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. No. Okay. All right. No. Fair enough. Um, okay. Well, so let's just get some of the again some more obvious ones out of the way. Let's go Giancarlo Stanton. Jack. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I had him too. Um, yeah. yeah. What do you think about that one? Well, it's an interesting one. I I gotta say. I, so, I remember at the time when he changed it, people were like, "Oh, Giancarlo! Like, what the hell? Like, like, um, I feel like people like didn't want to handle it because it was too like exotic, really. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think that's a good reason to to not accept the name change. Um. It's kind of it's interesting now because he's been Giancarlo for so long, but um, so only he he changed it after his first after his second year in baseball. So he played two years as Mike Stanton, uh, but you know if you look at his rookie cards and uh, for tops like they say Mike Stanton. Now the the problem with this is that there was a Mike Stanton already, and he was like a yep. chubby relief pitcher. Uh, he mm-hmm. was good, but um, it, he's kind of like he was a lefty too, right? I believe yeah, I believe so, and he pitched for many years. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't. Um, if you put them side by side, uh, they couldn't be less uh, alike. So in that sense, I guess if if you if you put that into consideration, I guess that the name change was good. Um, but I feel like it, li- it 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 leaves a lot to live up to 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 to, to be named Giancarlo. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I, at this point, I, I, I don't think I could go back to Mike Stanton. So I guess I got to say it was a good name change. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you sounded like uh, you ever see, what is that Brad Pitt movie where they're in the woods and Anthony Hopkins is like their dad? Legends of the Fall. Oh, yeah. You know, at the end, at the end, they're like, it was a good death um, or something. Because like <laughs> Brad, Brad Pitt's name is Tristan or something. And they're like, you know, he dies like he gets attacked by a bear or something. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I had no idea that oh. that's like how it oh. ended. God, it's so bad. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I actually, so I like Giancarlo as a name change too. I think that for a, a player like Mike Stanton or like Giancarlo Stanton who can hit 500 foot home runs and is like six foot seven and like, you know, completely jacked uh, and looks like a more like a, a, a gladiator than a baseball player. Um, like this guy needs a unique name. Yeah, he can't just be he can't just be Mike Stanton. That's that's too that's too boring for someone like yeah. him. So I'm I'm glad that you know you're right you're right when people were like oh god that's too exotic that's a good way to put it um but it's like it's, it's the guy's name it was it's his actual first name just right. he should be able to call himself by his name yeah for um, sure. So, like, I think it was a good call just because, like, it makes him even more unique and more memorable. Because uh, when he's healthy, he's one of the most exciting players to actually go and see at a game because you know he might hit a 450-foot home run. Yeah. Um, I feel like the last time we saw the Yankees, he wasn't in the lineup, which is kind of a downer. And then the time before that, he got struck out by Matt Davidson. So, you know, that's not great. But, uh, <laughs> no. yeah, I, uh, I think it was good too, Jeremy. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Jack, do you mind if I go uh, with another one right back yeah, to back on that? Because it's kind of on the same tip. Yeah. Um, so uh, this is one that I don't even know if it's if, if it fits, but um, it's probably a little bit of a curveball for you. But up until 1970, Jack, on Topps baseball cards, Roberto Clemente uh, was called Bob Clemente. 
Yeah, that's that's interesting. Did you know that? Um, you know, I did not know because nobody ever talks about that. I did not know he was called Bob Clemente. Yeah, I don't know if they called him that, like in in you know in, in IRL in real life. But yeah. on, on all those like early baseball cards, it says Bob Clemente, and like I, to me to to go back to this whole like exotic thing, like I don't I don't know. I wasn't around in in the '60s, but I have a feeling that like he went by Bob Clemente to kind of like Americanize himself a little more, mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. to be like accepted a little more. And then I think he was just like, you know, good enough at some point that he could just be Roberto Clemente. Um, yeah. So that one has always stuck with me. I've been wanting to like get like um, a Roberto Clemente <laughs> card with the name Bob on it just cause it's such mm -hmm. a, such a like oddity. Um, but uh yeah, I mean that's like most of his career. Like he only. Yeah, played... I was gonna say he died in what 1971. Uh, seven. It must have been in 72 or 72. Yeah, yeah seven. Yeah, seven. Yeah, December 31st, 1972. So yeah, Jeremy. I mean, from 1955 or whenever he got his first card to 1970, 15 years of his career, he was um he went by Bob. Yeah, let me see if it actually went back and forth. No, because 1950 his 1959 tops card says Bob Clemente. Okay. Um, yeah, his fifty-eight does. Yeah, I mean, so like, I think he was Bob Clemente for, for like most of his career on on baseball cards. So that's interesting because nobody ever calls him that anymore. Yeah. Um, his his rookie card. It's it's this is weird. His his rookie card, nineteen fifty-five tops, is Roberto Clemente. Uh huh. Um, uh -huh. But let me see here. Um, and so was I wonder. His... I wonder what they call him in newspapers and stuff. Right. Yeah. I know. This is where we need someone. Uh, um older than us um his right first two baseball cards said roberto and then 1957 to 1969 it said bob so i don't okay. know it's weird um yeah but yeah um, so i don't know who, yeah jeremy that's kind of like how how people who know robert de niro call him bob de niro <laughs> right, right, right right or like people who knew jim james gandolfini called him jim gandolfini yeah it's one of those things where uh you know like some yeah People go by their formal name, but then you hear people who know them as good friends like call them something else, and it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe he preferred like you know just being more informal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also definitely like for that time period, it's it's valid to think yeah maybe he just Americanized it too so he would fit in better. Um, I don't know. I will say I think that um, Roberto Clemente is definitely like the better the better call in terms of. You know, again, being a, a memorable player, he needed a Roberto Clemente. Like, just the name has a much better ring to it than Bob Clemente, which yeah. sounds, <laughs> which is, which is kind of uh, that. That sounds kind of like ugly, or just for lack of a better term, it's like, ugh, that's not, you know, Bob really. But, uh, but Roberto Roberto Clemente sounds good. Yeah, I agree. He's not the like the face of like, you know, a, a <laughs> representing like a whole like you know, uh, ethnic, ethnicity of people <laughs> like for baseball, like Bob Clemente, I feel like can't really do that. Can't pull that off. No, no. Um, yeah. So that, uh, that, that's a good one, Jeremy. Um, and, uh, yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know it unless you'd seen one of his old cards. Yeah. Uh, and also I, I have not, I had not really looked at his baseball reference, uh, too much. Uh, and that's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he had some good numbers. Um, okay. Uh, here's a good one, Jeremy. Rick Renteria or Rich Renteria? Oh, very nice. I didn't have that. God. Nice, oh, nice. God, I didn't have that one, but um. yeah, because he he went so Ricky Ricky went he went by Rich um, during his playing career. Uh, yeah. So was it was it a good 
<laughs> thing for him or not to to change that. Um, I'm just going to say because of the, the terrible luck he's had as Rick, maybe in his next managerial job he should call himself Rich. Yeah, maybe he can like get him. He can like sneak a an interview like with a team by by being like Rich Renteria, and they're like, oh well, at least it's not Rick Renteria, but you know, let's bring him in, and then like he could wear like a fake mustache or something. Yeah, or like sh- shave his goatee off or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. yeah, that's uh, uh, that's when Jerry. You know, I realized um, getting maddened is a is a thing mm-hmm. now. Like it. Uh, so it happened to Rick Renteria, Rich Renteria. Um, you know, he managed the Cubs for one year and then he got fired and because repl- because Joe Madden became available and they wanted to hire him. Brad mm-hmm. Osmus managed the Angels for one year. Um, you know, shitty Angels team that had no pitching. Um, There's nothing he could do about it. Then Joe Madden became available. So after one year, they fired mm-hmm. Brad Osmus and hired Joe Madden. It's like, you know, Joe Madden becoming available is the kiss of death for like. <laughs> For some first-year manager, yeah, for some like uh, pretender fringe manager. Um, God, wait. So, Brad, um, Awesome has managed the the twenty nineteen Angels. Yes. Jesus Christ, I it's like I kind of remember that, but like that seems like a distant memory. Of course, yeah. you know, pre COVID, I guess. But like, good lord, man, I don't. That could have been like ten years ago, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, it was an unmemorable, uh, you know, tenure for sure. But uh, for that one, Jeremy, I'm going to say um, Rick Renteria, change, changing his name from Rich was a bad idea. Jesus, man. I mean, like, you got, do I, have, I, have to pick, I have to pick one here. It's like, <laughs> <coughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, my whole knock on Rick Renteria, like, just the fact that he was, like, smiling all the time is, like, here's a guy who doesn't even know what his name is. Like, he doesn't know if it's Rich <laughs> or Rick. And like, yet, yet you're gonna give him the keys to the Chicago Cubs, like, good, good God, man, or the, or the uh, White Sox. Um, I, I mean, I gotta stick with Rick just because, like, we gotta just put the rich thing behind us. Like, like, let's just forget that that even happened. That he went by a different name. Let's just go by Rick and just like just move forward, uh, for better or for worse. I think. <laughs> All right. All right. I, I, I like it, Jeremy. Um. Cool. So we, we have a we have a yay and a nay on that one. Yeah. Um what who's who's your next guy? Um well let's see. So I feel like um we talked about Yolmer Sanchez already. Did he did you have him on your list or I did. I did I had did? him as well. Okay. I feel um, like he became a better player when he became Yolmer. So yeah, you def- know, that's that's a yay. Yeah, I don't even think we need to go d- deep into that. He was no. Carlos San- Sanchez before. Um, he was. I do have he was Carlos on you know, there's there's several baseball cards of him made. I have like an autographed card of him um, when it's Carlos Sanchez, and it's it's weird to think like, you know, you, you think you have like a, you feel like you have a signature as a as a person, not a, not even just as a baseball player, uh, but then you sign it like then you na- your your ch- your name changes and you sign it under a different name, um, so that's kind of weird. But um, he was definitely better, and he he had more panache. As as Yolmer as opposed to like Carlos Sanchez, so I was all for that. Yolmer is a is a is a unique name that I haven't heard anywhere else, and I, I liked it um, for yeah. him. Um, he so, was yeah. the first Yolmer ever in MLB. There you go. And yeah, why yeah. be why not why be another Carlos when you can be the first Yolmer? So. Right, right. And you know uh, when you would watch White Sox games, Hawk Harrelson loved to say his name. He'd be like Yolmer. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, there, there you go. So on the same tip, then Jack, I will say um, 
uh, a guy who you don't want to speak into uh, existence, the name, uh, but I got to go there. I got to go with Trent Grisham. That's a good known one. known as Trent Clark. That's a, that's a good one, Jeremy. Um, I had kind of forgotten about that one because he was never he was only Trent Clark in the minor leagues. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he's been Trent Grisham ever since he got called up. Uh, yeah. Um, that was a that trade wasn't too great for sure, and I I feel like they traded him just because he made that error in yeah. that in the in the game. There was no no other reason for it than that. Um, his his twenty twenty one season was not great. Yeah, I don't think he played in the game we went to Cubs Padres. Did he? I don't know. I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, um, maybe I might have been Jerickson Profar who played center field in that game. I'm not. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, is you know, but he's still only twenty four years old. Right. Um, and he hit two forty two with fifteen homers and probably played good defense. Uh, and stole thirteen bases. So yeah, that, you know, not bad. Certainly not a certainly not a guy you want to basically trade away for for fucking nothing. Who'd they get for him? You, Luis Urias. I'm looking here. Um, yeah. uh, with with Zach Davies for Eric Lauer, Luis Urias, and a player to be named who is was not has not been named by Baseball Reference. Maybe maybe both teams forgot about it. I don't know. <laughs> right, but yeah. um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Zach Davies. There you go. Future Cub Zach Davies. Ugh. Um, it's luckily now former Cub. I think so. Is he? Is he? Did they? Is he? Is, throw uh, him on the curb? Yeah, he. You know, his his contract was up, so I think whenever that's official, I guess at the end of the season, maybe he's mm-hmm. officially a former Cub, um, and it can't come soon enough. <laughs> uh, I I I will say Eric Lauer and Luis Urias um, both showed up in the playoffs in their own way for the Brewers uh, this year. So you know, whatever. Maybe those guys will be productive. Yeah. Um, Eric Lauer might be the best. You know the best return there for the for the for the brewers i don't know might be um yeah urias played some really good uh third base defense which was nice um you know uh, some something somewhat of a ladies man from what we saw i guess uh <laughs> yeah and he had 23 home runs this year and i'm surprised he played in 150 games because he was like he was doing utility duty there for a while because they picked up adamas and then they picked up uh escobar and then they had Colton Wong, and uh, so it's like, where, where the how, how did this guy play 150 games? I don't, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the Brewers had some injuries, but you know, regardless, uh, I, I think that trade is kind of a wash because Lauer and uh, we're not talking about that though. We're talking about was Trent, <laughs> was Trent Grisham better than Trent Clark? So I think that he was actually kind of uh, uh, floundering in the Brewers minor league system until he changed his name to Grisham. So. For him, I think that was a net positive. I think it was a good choice. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I um, you know, and um, <clears throat> the the book is still open on him, but um, but yeah, he, I think he he ended up having a better 2010 season than any of us or the Mar- uh, or the Milwaukee Brewers thought he would. So, um, yeah, I gotta go, gotta go with Trent Grisham on that one. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, okay, yeah, Jeremy, I'm gonna go with uh, D Gordon, or as he calls oh. himself now, D Strange Gordon. Nice, yeah, that yeah. that one was not on my list either. Okay, so um, yeah, that's an interesting one, Jeremy. Uh, so I don't think this guy wasn't even couldn't even make a roster this year. Um, he did not no. he did not see the major leagues. Um, he played in the minors with uh, the Cubs. Pittsburgh yep. and Milwaukee. He played 54 games across those three minor league systems in AAA. Couldn't get on a roster. Even Terrence Gore got on a roster um, on the Braves for the playoffs. <laughs> like some some team in the playoffs picks up Terrence Gore every year. You telling me that you you know why give Terrence Gore a roster spot when you can get D Gordon? 
um, yeah. who can at least also do other things like hit and field. All Terrence Gore can do is run. Yeah. It's the only thing he can do. But, yeah, D. Gordon can't make a roster. Um, so I, I think he should go back to being D. Gordon and not D. Strange Gordon. I do feel like the strange is a little bit of a deterrent for teams. It's like, <laughs> ah, you know, talk about too exotic. It's like we don't. We don't need a. That's like that. We don't have the budget to make that uniform. That's too many letters to stitch. It's going to take too long. It, it um, is bizarre. Was he? Um, <clears throat> we saw him, didn't we, at the end of 2019, with the Mariners? Yeah, he was on. He was on Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Was he? He was. Was he? D. Strange Gordon at that point? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think, think so. so. No. No, um, it, it happened last year, I think. Or in, in, yeah, in 2020. Yeah, and and he um he had a solid year for the Mariners that year in 2019. I mean, he had 275 and he stole 22 bases in 27 attempts. Um and that that 275 average was in almost 400 at bats. So he was okay. He had a yeah. shitty year for Seattle in 2020. He only hit, you know, 275 official at bats, but everybody had a weird year in 2020. So I just I, I don't understand why, you know, some team doesn't need this guy as at least a utility infielder, you know, who you can plug in there if you need speed. I, I wonder if there's something going on, like, you know, under the radar with, with, with him. Like, he was suspended for, for PEDs um, mm-hmm. back in 2016. Um, I wonder if, like, you know, the Mariners saw him, like, you know, buying some, like, PEDs from, like, some guy out of a trunk, and then they're like, hey, you can't do that. And then, like, they're like, we won't tell anyone, but we got to get rid of you or something. But, <laughs> but then it, like got around, but he didn't get suspended because he didn't actually take him. I don't know. There's got to be some kind of weird thing there because, yeah, it doesn't quite make sense. Um, I certainly think he could have broke through at some point with the Cubs. You, you'd think that you would have taken a D Gordon before a Trace Thompson this year, uh, if you right. were the Cubs. But uh, um, I guess Trace Thompson hit like three or four homers <laughs> at some point. Like, like and one one of them a grand slam, maybe right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe they saw that coming. But um, but yeah, it's it's odd. So yeah, I definitely think um, it it it's it's the name is strange, uh, both literally and and um, uh, like uh, emotionally, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, so like yeah, I think it's 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 just too much. Um, especially with such a short first name D, it's like, you know. Um, too many. He he balances out the letters with with the last name there. I think he needs to just stick to D. I I yes I agreed agreed. So I think we both agree. Not a great one for that. Yeah. Or um, or Nick Gordon should have to change his name to Nick Strange Gordon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, we saw Nick Gordon, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. There you there you go. Um. Another another bust. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah, Jeremy. What do you say we each do two more? Yeah, let's do that. That sounds okay. good. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, so I'm going to go with, um, let's see. I'm going to go with Kendry Morales, Jack. Oh, yeah, I had that one on my you list. Did? Good. Okay, okay. so that, that that's two birds with one stone there. Yeah. Okay. Ke- that- went went from Kendry to Kendry's, or, or he went from Kendry's to Kendry. It, it was Kendry to Kendry's, but I'm not even sure if you pronounced the S um, uh-huh. ultimately. But, like, that was a weird one. For sure. And it was like weird because like it was one of these things where like his name was Kendrys the whole time. Uh, and then I think just people like didn't know. I don't know. I was reading. I was actually reading something about him and like he like he just dropped the S when he signed or something. But then like he he brought it back for some reason. I don't know. Um, I think so. The one thing I know about Kendrys Morales is that 
I had him on my fantasy team and um, I was like banking a lot on him. And then he did, he hit that like walk off Homer and he likes, he like jumped on home plate and he broke his leg and he was never the same after that. Um, I guess he, he kind of rebounded a little bit, but it took him like, it took him like five years to come back from that injury, basically. Yeah, it might have it might have even been like an Achilles thing or something too. Like he he really yeah. messed himself up because yeah he hit like a walk off home run and and fucked himself up. Yeah, yeah, and um, it was just crazy. Like, I think yeah, I think he did. He broke his leg for sure, but I think he might have like did some ligament or nerve damage or something, uh, or like maybe he tore his Achilles in the process. But it was fucked up. But he was like. Uh, in 2009, he hit he hit uh, 306 with a, with 34 homers, 108 RBIs, um, 924 OPS. Like, I mean, fuck, he, that was a really good year for for a, a, a guy. He was 26 years old at the time, but like, still, that was pretty exciting. Um, and then, like, I think it was uh, 2010 that he must have broke the leg, and then uh, didn't play in 2011 at all. Um, and then just like he came back, but like it was just like it was kind of like rocky. It was like a rocky road, like like after that, a little bit for him. I thought you were gonna say it was like you know the 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 rocky <laughs> sequels that have come out recently or something, <laughs> right? That's where I thought you were going with that. Yeah, each um, declined, like each year declined with uh, with each new uh, movie. Yes, yes. Although I guess I guess I guess he rebounded. I guess the franchise rebounded after Rocky Five. So there you go. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, definitely a strange thing. I, I for the first couple of years, um, I thought like either a I had just imagined that his name had only been had been Kendry, or um, that like the Kendrys was a misspelling. Um, I, yeah, I think I think for a long time I just thought I was like, oh yeah, I must have just been wrong. He was he's been Kendrys the whole time. I was just pronouncing it wrong. But no, I mean he was going by Kendry for a while. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. I, I just found an article here um, from March 2011. Kendry Morales' name has been wrong for at least seven years. <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah, his given name on his birth certificate is spelled Kendrys with an S on the end. Asked Wednesday which spelling he preferred, Morales was adamant about restoring the final consonant. No, 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 no. They've been spelling it wrong, he said in Spanish. <laughs> it's like. I almost, it almost makes you feel bad for the guy. It's like, no, my name's Kendrys. Kendrys. I'm like, okay, Kendrys, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's kind of a sad one. Um, and uh, yeah, that was, um, I guess that that was the news the year that he was sitting out with injury. <laughs> it's like, it's like, well, now's as good a time as any for me to tell people they've been fucking up my name. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's an interesting one. Okay. Okay. Well, I would feel bad saying I think that's a that's a bad name change. So you know, <laughs> it's it, um, it's one of those like non-starters because it it was never supposed to be Kendry to begin with, um, right? So some some doofus like just left it off and stuff. So there you go. Well, that's that's a good one, Jeremy. Um, for sure. Uh, my last one, uh, here that I'm gonna do is uh. Dan Vogelbach and Daniel Vogelbach. <laughs> nice. There you go. Oh um, man, that's that's a that's a new threshold that I I hadn't crossed. It is. But, uh, yeah. It is. Yeah. You mentioned you had some that were like kind of silly, so I was like, I'll I'll end with that one. Um, okay. Because it's like uh, there was another guy like that too who was like, no, I'm gonna go by my former formal name now. I can't remember who it was. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, uh, so so with this one, I, I think I, I gotta go with 
I think Dan Vogelbach is better than Daniel Vogelbach. Um, yeah. You know, it's just that's how I knew him when he came up. Um, he definitely he looks like a he looks like a Dan or a Daniel. I don't know, you know. I think he looks uh, like a Dan for sure. You think he looks like a Dan? Yeah, yeah I'm definitely. Thinking, I'm thinking of Dan from Roseanne, like uh, um, what's his name, John Goodman, like mm-hmm. just big guy Dan. Like, yeah, I think he's Dan for sure. Sure, I like yeah, I like the name Dan. He's definitely not a Danny. Um, no. But, uh, uh, yeah, uh, so, so if I were him, I would go back to, to Dan Vogelbach and not Daniel. Like, there's no, there's no reason for, for a guy who looks like him to try to be formal with his name. No. Like, just, just embrace, like, the party animal, like, look that he has. No, I mean, I, I would almost argue the fact that he should start going by, like, big old Dan or something. <laughs> <laughs> just make people, like, add that, you know, just like, like Shoeless Joe or whatever. Uh, yeah, oil, oil Can Boyd. Yeah. Uh, big old Dan Vogelbach. Yeah, totally. I, I, that's a great, if, man, if I was, I wish, I should be his agent. Like, that's, that's like a, a marketing move. I feel like he would be, instantly become a fan favorite especially he, in in milwaukee oh God, jeremy yeah definitely yeah like fuck, fuck forget that claws up bullshit like just start <laughs> start calling this guy big old dan yeah absolutely um that's a missed opportunity right there yeah um yeah for sure um yeah uh yeah definitely definitely not a, a good a good name change when did um do you know can you can you notate when he started going by daniel uh, I only noticed it this year. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I think I, I would, I would, I feel like people don't know what to call him. I mean, I, I've heard people calling him Daniel Vogelbach, but it's also possible that there have been TV broadcasts where they called him Dan. Right. Um, so I don't know if his bait, what his baseball cards call him now. I think they might call him Daniel, but it's, I, it's yeah. all, it's all very confusing. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that it's, uh, it's Daniel on his cards. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you brought up the other guy who, who, or someone else or other people who've done that. And like, I know who, I know what you're talking about, but I can't place it either. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, they want to go by like, they're like, Oh, it's, um, Nicholas Castellanos, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That that's exactly right. Yeah. 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 It's like, does he yeah. still, does he go by Nick now or is it still Nicholas? I think it's Nicholas. Okay. Yeah, I think he wants to be Nicholas and like, it's like, nah, dude, Nick is better. Like Nick Castellanos. Yeah. And it's like I wouldn't if I knew you as a friend I wouldn't want to call you Nicholas like that's too many that's too many it, consonants man it, it is a lot yeah too it's, many syllables yeah for sure I mean I am Jeremy but um, people call me Jer sometimes so uh-huh. um, but yeah but uh, yeah it's 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 a bit much uh, as as we say um, yeah that's yeah good okay I'm glad I glad I that that popped into my head mm-hmm mm-hmm um, all right we have that one we have one last one Jeremy do you have a last one yeah sure I'll close it up with this one again this is another one of those asterisk ones but um, I got uh, Jack David Arias um, into David Ortiz oh god that's a great one that's that's an all-timer yeah you know that one do you know that you know that one Jack I do Arias? yeah he went by Arias when he was in the minors right yeah I think he was like so I was reading it um, on November 28th, 1992, Ortiz was signed by the Mariners just 10 days after his 17th birthday, who listed him as, quote, David Arias due to not being familiar with Spanish naming customs. Um, I don't know. Does it say when he um, doesn't really say when he changed that or corrected that or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, he never appeared in the majors as David Arias, right? He was David Ortiz. Like no. Uh, yeah, and I, I was trying to think of the other Arias. I think it was it Joaquin Arias. Uh, there was an Alex Arias that was on the Cubs and the Marlins, I want to say. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, there's prob- I'm, there could be a Joaquin Arias, too. 
Joaquin. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm looking it up right here. Uh, 2006 to 2015. Yeah, Joaquin Arias was a, a middle infielder, um, just like a backup. Wow, that's a that's a throwback. Okay. Okay. Do you remember Alex Arias, Jack? I, I do remember Alex Arias. I didn't remember that he was on the Cubs. He, he was, um, was he drafted? He was not, you know, he was drafted by the Cubs in the third round. Ugh. Uh, out of high school. Ugh. Um, and he <laughs> debuted for the Cubs in 92, played 32 games. Zero home runs, hit hit two ninety three, uh, and I think they might have lost him in the uh, in the expansion draft, maybe. Okay, yeah, uh, pity for them. Um, yeah, again, again, a guy who the guy played ten years, but he was never anything more than a backup. Um, sure. Wow, total bum, total right. bum when you look at his numbers. So yeah, you know you know about Ortiz because of the Brewers minor leagues, right? Yeah, well, th- there was um, this might have been an Appleton in in Appleton that this happened. Yeah, uh, that. Uh, it was like him, A-Rod, and some other guy were like, uh, uh, had, had like a home run derby. There's like, there's like a story about it on, on ESPN. Like it's like an article, but like he, you know, he participated in a home run derby with like A-Rod and, and one other guy, but they were just hitting, just hitting bombs. Um, and like, apparently it was crazy. It was like at like a minor league all-star game. Um, yeah. I got I got to look this up here. Let's see. You, David go ahead and look that up, Jack, because I, I just found something on Wikipedia here. Um, so, um, despite his his strong year in Mariner system on September thirteenth, ninety six, Ortiz was traded to the Twins as a player to be named later to complete an earlier transaction for Dave Hollins. When he arrived in Minnesota, he informed the team that he preferred to be listed as David Ortiz, using his paternal family name rather than Arias, which was his maternal family name. Referring to the switch, sports writer Jay Jaffe called Arias slash Ortiz, quote, literally the player to be named later. So there you go. Interesting. Um, okay, yeah, that's 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 good stuff. Um, yeah, here's what I found what I was talking about, Jeremy. So it says, this article was written in July of 2016, um, and it talks about how in, at Fox City Stadium, which was in Appleton, um, uh, Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, so this is in 1996, um, they were playing, like, the Mariners were playing an exhibition game here in, like, mid-July, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, and then they had, like, they were having a home run derby, and David Ortiz was in Class A for the Mariners at the time, okay. and so the three of them had, a like, squared off in a home run derby, okay. which which sounds insane. Yeah. Um, that would be. I wish they would do something like that now. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. You wouldn't be able to get these guys to play like a, a midseason exhibition game now. No. Like hell no. Um, yeah, that's so that's interesting. So yeah, David Arias. But I would have to say, Jeremy, in the spirit <laughs> of this episode, that uh, I think Ortiz um, is a, a better a better name for who he would would become. I guess. So I yeah. think that was a good a good name change. Yeah, I was thinking about it too. I'm like, I suppose that if we always knew him as David Arias, I'm sure we probably wouldn't think twice about it. But you know, David Ortiz has a good ring to it. Um, I don't think they ever really gave him a nickname that, like, rhymed with Ortiz or something. So, you know, it could have been changed. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, I think keep it as it. Big Poppy David Arias. Yeah, that doesn't sound as good. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'll go ahead and say, uh, you know, good on the name change. As hey, well. definitely, definitely a steroid guy, though. Definitely a steroid guy. Yeah, yeah, Or, or pro- at least. Oh, go ahead. No, I, what what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say he did survive a shooting, so maybe, <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. I mean, that was after his playing days, I suppose. But, um, 
you know uh you know they they never like they never talk about that on no. the broadcasts uh that he's on it's like well you know i guess maybe he doesn't <laughs> want to bring it up but it's like he was almost assassinated yes. like yeah you know that's pretty fucked up yes um and like for not that much money it was like they paid the hitman like seven thousand dollars or something like yeah. that to fucking kill david ortiz it was something pathetic but then there was like a story that came out that he actually wasn't the target but then like that clearly wasn't true or that there's no way that can be true but it's weird um i mean i gotta say i guess say what you want about david ortiz like I guess it's pretty impressive that the guy got, yeah, there was an assassination attempt on his life, and he's still, like, now he's still back, like, you know, doing post-game shows on Fox or whatever. And, like, being, like, he's always, like, the ha- most happy, like, jovial yeah. guy uh, yeah. ever. And he was he was back in, this, like, the same season he got shot. Yeah. Yeah, it was almost like an inconvenience for him. Like, he's like, no, I got to get back to fuck around with Frank Thomas and, and A-Rod. Um, so, so, yeah, man. Uh yeah, you got to tip the hat to him for that, at least. Didn't he, um, speaking of the Mets documentary, wasn't there something where he, like, licked David or uh, licked Keith Hernandez's face, and Keith Hernandez was like, oh, I'm from San Francisco, bro. Something, you remember that? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah that, yes, there is something. There is something to that, yeah, right. Yeah, um, so that, uh, yeah, the whole thing. Um, yeah, we got to see Big Poppy, I think maybe in his final season, so that was fun. Um, yeah, during the full Lagoo that we did. I think they played Boston and Ortiz played in that game. Cool. Yeah. So that was, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's all of them, Jeremy, huh? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I had a couple more. That I just run down really quick. Yeah. Um, a couple like similar ones. So like Roberto Clemente, there was a Willie Guillermo Hernandez who pitched for the, he won the Cy Young for the, the Orioles, I think in the early eighties, we saw Jose uh, Barrero, who was Jose Garcia last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is a weird one. Um, I did not know this, but in my research, um, it turns out that Irvin Santana was actually born Johan Santana. Did you oh, see wow. that in your in your? Um, I f- no, but I feel like I knew that somehow. I, I never. I did not know that at all. And so, okay. Like, he, he just he he just changed it to Irvin. He liked the way Irvin sounded better. But that would have been crazy mm-hmm. if there were two Johan Santanas who were like good at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's a weird one. I'm 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 glad that uh, through my research I found that out because I wouldn't have known that otherwise. Um, and then of course, just we would be remiss to not mention Felipe Rivero, uh, Felipe Vasquez. But I think uh, yeah. that's all we should mention. <laughs> he he's on the list, but we don't need to talk about. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's not forget Jeremy that we saw Irvin Santana pitch in 2019. Okay. No, I can't. I won't. I won't forget it. I'd like to forget it, but I I can't. So. Right, right. Um, yeah, those are all good ones too. And I, I also had Felipe Rivero on that list. But, okay, uh, fair, like you said, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, before we sign off, just just chime in and say like you know the championship series are ongoing. The uh, Braves just beat the Dodgers to go up three to two. And um, I don't know if you were watching it, Jack. I had it on in the background here, but uh, Justin Turner came up lame running to first base and looks. I'm I'm I feel like he might have uh, strained his hamstring, so he might be done for the series. And if so, like. I think it's 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 leaning towards the Dodgers being done for the series. Um, we'll see about that. The Astros um, just went up one earlier today to go up three two, going back to Houston. So we could see a we could see an Astros Braves World Series. That would be weird. Yeah, it, it's weird to think think of those two teams facing off in the World Series. I was thinking if it was Boston and Atlanta, that's two teams who 
formerly played in Boston. Yeah, Boston Braves, Atlanta Braves. Yeah, that, that that would be a connection there. And then, of course, like Astros-Dodgers rematch. Uh, but may, we might end up getting, like, the, the unlikeliest of pairings for that. Um, so I don't even know what to think about that. But um, I, 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 do, I don't think either one of us like any of the four teams left. So. <laughs> no, that's, that's for real. Um, also, um, yeah, we may have a couple of events brewing for November, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some uh, some some things that we um, may have attended back in 2019, 2020, um, hopefully maybe coming back. So, like, yeah, uh, we should have some cool things coming up on the horizon. So uh, the games are over, but um, we're still working on going to events, and uh, I think they should be pretty fun if they all come through. All right, I like it. So we're going to sign off now. Uh, for Rain Delay Theater, I'm Jack Swakowski. And I'm Jeremy Dionisio. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.